welcome back to Giovanni and Drew Lee's Movies and More, where I talk about movies and more. Alright everyone, today I'm here to talk about a terrible movie with an amazing cast, uh, Species. This has been a long time brewing episode, I actually watched this, this movie probably a month ago now, I don't think I was back to work, so it had to have been at least a month, uh, or maybe I was, I don't totally remember, but regardless, uh, I don't know why I've been putting it off and putting it off, it just never seemed like the right time, and for a little while there I wasn't even sure I wanted to review it. There's a part of me that grows increasingly nervous uh, with each passing week that I will be just ripping off uh, this podcast I listen to called uh, Rogues Gallery. It's from the same people who do Hater... I can talk. Um, it's from the same people who do Hey Do You Remember, which is a show I bring up on this podcast all the time. Huge influence on me, but I don't, like, directly copy their... I never reviewed Twins. Oh my god, I watch too many movies. Jesus. I love when... No, I don't actually love it. I hate when I am, like, weeks out from watching a movie, and I realize I never reviewed it, and it, A, makes me so mad because I'm passing up free content, and then, B, makes me feel like, how do I forget so many movies? How do I not immediately just be like, okay, we're creating a blank episode slot, and we're going to talk about blank movie, whatever. How do I not do that? I don't know why I don't do that. I should start incorporating that in, but I guess I'm going to have to talk about twins. Dang it. Uh, I guess I am going to go eat pie and watch a movie, so it's like, it's like I, I guess I would be, I would have another episode that I need to record anyway, but it's just like going to feel so good that I was going to be able to, um, to finally, like, you know, have all the movies that I'd recently talked about, like, or seen, like, talked about, like, I'd have to leave all the episodes recorded and just waiting to be released, but uh, whatever, it's fine, I'll, I'll record more, it's okay. What am I, what am I saying? Um, yeah, anyway, uh, so, I don't like to watch, I don't listen, like to listen to those podcasts a lot if I haven't seen the movie, so if there's an opportunity to watch the movie before I listen to the podcast, I'll usually take it, and, uh, that's why I watched Species, because I'd never heard of it, and the cast looked amazing, and I was like, well, if there's a podcast there to listen to, I should just watch the movie, and then it was the same thing with Ex Machina, which is their most recent episode, uh, I had been putting off listening to it because I hadn't seen the movie, and it was something that I'd always been interested in, I just hadn't kind of let it slip under my radar, and so I, uh, I kind of used that podcast as just like a, a kick in the ass to, to finally watch that movie, and so I, I did, but that means that my episodes are going to be Species and then Ex Machina back-to-back, and while they make good companion pieces, and and it's not like it's the same order as those episodes, it's weird that I'm doing the same movies that are like sort of, you know, they're they're a while back, more, one more than the other, but still, they're not quite in the, like the cultural consciousness right now. Uh, and I'm talking about them in very close succession, and it just seems like, are you copying this podcast? This way more popular podcast? But, I don't know. I'm not. I, I am. I am, but I'm not copying the format. I don't know if I mean, if, I'm, if these worries are unfounded, but it is weird just how if somebody, like, happened to listen to both, they'd be like, did I do a lot of the same episodes at the same time? That's really weird. But it's just that I don't want to listen to the podcast without seeing the movie first, if that makes sense. I don't know if you guys do this too. Probably not, because I just put up too many, but I don't know. I don't know if it'd be always difficult to keep up with what I, I put out. I, I really don't know. Why am I even talking? Uh, because it's a podcast, idiot. Let's get into this thing. I put it off long enough, uh, and this, this extra four minutes really isn't doing anyone any favor, so let's get into it. 
1995 species so this is a weird sort of like if alien was on earth kind of deal um that's not entirely accurate the design is very reminiscent and it is hr geiger who did both geiger geiger i'm not totally sure how to say it but that guy um he did both so it's possible that you know he kind of just ripped himself off unintentionally but i think there are certain aspects of this that are meant to feel reminiscent of at least aliens because you have the the sequence in the tunnels uh, with the flamethrowers and all that stuff and so it does it does seem like it's deliberately evoking a little bit of that material but i think what really stood out to me is i was like okay sight unseen i'm just gonna watch this movie because i want to listen to this podcast so it's helpful to know what they're talking about and it keeps me from burning through my podcast so quickly because i do that a lot i'll just burn myself out and then i'll have to you know kind of scavenge for other stuff to listen to because i'm an addict and i can't stop i really don't feel right unless there's airpods in my ears which is a disturbing thing to realize about myself and but it's true uh it is good though it helps me learn a lot of the things that i want to incorporate into my podcast so it is helpful in a way just kind of kind of treat it like no I'm, I'm working i'm on the clock but if i can delay that just a little bit i'd like to do it by actually watching the movie first if i haven't seen it uh, so that's part of the reason, but I was, I was just like, all right, I'm going to watch this movie. It's free. I'll just watch it. And the credits are rolling by, and I'm like, Ben Kingsley's in this? Michael Madsen's in this? Alfred Molina's in this? Forrest Whitaker's in this? It just kept, like, escalating. I'm like, what? Michelle Williams? Are you kidding me? What? What, what is this? This whole, like star-studded cast of a-list actors and and in like ben kingsley and forrest whitaker and, and alfred molina in molina's case like top tier actors like actors with a capital a not just like you know not like tom cruise big names but i'm talking like respected actors not that tom cruise isn't respected but you know what i mean there's like a division it's kind of like everyone loves um everyone love i don't even know what analogy i'm trying to make here but like you know there's like really big name actors and then there's like sir anthony hopkins and sir patrick stewart like they've been knighted for their services to acting and you know like you have that elevated quality ben kingsley and i feel like alfred molina forrest whitaker they have that like elevated actor quality about them so i see them in this and i'm like shit this must be really good because i've somehow never heard of it but like it's got all these people in it there's got to be something here and uh no the end no I'm, I'm i'm just kidding but seriously this is this is not worth checking out if you haven't seen it i would recommend keeping it that way this is a really big disappointment uh i think it starts right from the very very beginning because I'm a big proponent of letting your audience keep up with you, like just trusting them to follow the story and to reveal it to them as you go along because it keeps them engaged more. And I really lament the fact that there's a lot of times where studios or sometimes just inept creators, but more than more often than not, it's studios will step and be like, you know what? we're really worried that the audience is going to be dumb and not going to be able to follow this so let's just dump all the exposition right here i think it's very interesting that i'm talking about ex machina after this because not only does it present a lot of the same themes in a much more nuanced and well done way but it also sidesteps that uh what i just said that criticism very cleverly by immediately throwing you into this world with no context and no idea what's going on and you just kind of have to keep up with the characters and learn things as you go along which keeps that 
story propulsive and keeps you wanting to learn more and especially for both these movies are sort of like thrillers slash mysteries keeping questions in the audience's mind is not a bad thing i don't understand why people feel like that's something that they should be worried about it's something that they should welcome you should want your audience to to be confused because they're going to eventually start to figure things out and that keeps it interesting for them i really don't understand where this came from and um and it, it all starts right here. It's front-loaded with this text. And when it's not something like Star Wars, uh, where it's a stylistic choice, you know, like, that text at the beginning of a movie is really not a good sign. It's like either um, we we didn't find a way to, to, to put this into our script, and so we just have to throw it all out right here because our movie genuinely doesn't make sense, which usually is the opposite effect, if I'm being honest with you, because you're being thrown all these these terms and ideas without a visual signifier, which is something you really need with a movie, so you know, okay, when I see this, I connect it to this idea. When you just get text, you don't always associate that until like a couple more viewings. Um, that can sometimes happen, but then also it could be something like here where you're just going to say right up front information that will then be spelled out for the audience in like 10-15 minutes. There's a scene where Ben Kingsley basically says the exact same thing that the text at the beginning does, and he does it much more succinctly, and he does it after you've already been thrown into a world where, okay, there's there's this woman, oh, she's in a, she's in this weird facility, this guy looks really sad, all these creepy people are here, she's finally escaping, you know, she's running off into the distance, like, it's very propulsive, it's a very, uh, attention-grabbing opening, there's a lot of questions that are thrown at you very quickly, but you already know the answers to them, because you know where she is, you can assume why she's there, you understand what this program is, you understand why that program exists, like, you know all these things about this world that you'll then learn again when Ben Kingsley tells all these, like, you know, this team of, like, super special research people, um, he tells them all the same information, and I was just so baffled by this type of decision, because I'm immediately not interested, and I'm waiting for the characters to catch up to something I already know, and I think it would be much more interesting for me, especially if I went in sight unseen, I can sort of guess, just based on, like, tropes and cliches, like, okay, she's probably got something special about her, this is a weird government facility, whatever, you grasp the broad strokes, but you would learn more about these characters, and you'd feel more connected, I think, to all of them if you could be going on the same journey with them, especially, um, especially Syl, which is the alien's name, and I think it would just make for a much more interesting story if you didn't know everything going in, and then, um, on top of that, I think there's a lot of opportunities to make this a much more interesting story. This is a story with rich thematic uh, importance bred deeply into its DNA that it totally bungles with lackluster characters, um, really, especially when it comes to Syl, really um, disappointing uh, attempts at, at, like, these themes, like, these questions of, like, what does it mean to be human and this sort of metaphor and parable it's drawing for, like, for, like, puberty and starting to um, understand like sexuality for the first time and trying to understand what that means and because the you know the crux of the story is her trying to find a human mate so that she can start to like take over the world or whatever I don't know but she's and she's going through different people and but, but you understand that there's like the murder spree is kind of happening because she's like having like a weird animalistic reaction and so you're understanding like all these weird like 
things where she's just trying to find this um this mate and and she's like killing people along the way and you're understanding more about her as she's trying to understand more about herself but it never gets fully developed to the way i think it could and there's never enough character moments to really see her understand a lot of these things and in most cases it's unclear how she even arrives at a lot of her decisions and it's just it's such a weirdly structured movie where you just get all these weird scenes of her doing her weird stuff and then you'll get like the researchers who are like one step behind them and then um there's a lot of just weird things with the researchers like there's the scene where there's the like goopy stuff that's like getting in the pipes or whatever in that one room and and the guy's like protocol protocol i can't open the door even though he could just open the door they could run out and then just slam it closed like how slow is this freaking door come on guy but and then there's like forrest whitaker is a straight up psychic like if you're bringing in a behavioral analogy um uh what's that analogist no an analyzer analysis analysis if you're bringing in a behavioral analysis that's an interesting idea especially when you're exploring like animalistic um like ideas and nature versus nurture and how these things can develop and and influence uh, a young woman who's like grappling with her place in the world and and the way things are like influencing her these are all really interesting things and if you have somebody who's like taking a look at this as a more animalistic thing who's not understanding from a first-hand perspective what's making her do a lot of these things he's looking at it as purely scientifical when a lot of the times it comes down to purely emotional things that you can't quite quantify the way he's attempting to and if they could draw that that parallel that contrast more effectively i think it would really work but it's something really it's so clunky and it's so odd and it's just such an, a weird decision where i feel like the movie when it's not about the alien it has a degree of verisimilitude it feels like it could happen in our world it doesn't really have any game-breaking elements except for that forest whitaker's a psychic and there's a lot of times very early on where you could maybe maybe pass it off as like oh he's analyzing expressions or he's trying to calculate certain things that he's been picking up on as he's been moving through this new environment but he's really not he's eventually like able to like kind of just just take a second and then oh she's she's sad over here she she felt threatened and i'm like that's that's so weird and he's not that's not a scientist then that's a freaking x-man that's a superhero like it's so weird that they felt like that was a necessary aspect of this movie and once it gets into the climax and everything a lot of it's just very underwhelming the cg at a certain point is just laughable and it's stuff that really easily could have been practical and and very similar to the forest whitaker psychic thing it just takes you out of the movie in a way it definitely wasn't intended to and it really like stops me from connecting to the story and i know that's a bit of a product of the time but a lot of this stuff isn't if it was written better if it was developed more if it wasn't just like a weird cheap knockoff of much better movies i think it could have been something but as it is this is a really disappointing movie that i definitely wouldn't recommend you check out uh i think there's a reason why history has largely forgotten this and i would love to see a new version of it that does a better job of exploring a lot of these themes but um but I actually think that we have something very similar to that in our next episode. Our next episode. Why do I keep saying our? I said our website recently, too. I don't have a team. It's just me. I don't know why I say that. But um, regardless, my next episode, uh, which is Ex Machina, which I've mentioned countless times. But I think it provides a very interesting contrast and counterpoint to this movie. 
as it is a much better example, and I'm very excited to talk about it. Just watched it today, and I thought it was really, really good. Um, I absolutely loved it, so I'm very excited to talk about it, but you'll have to see that in the next episode. But, in the meantime, I do want to let you know that I am grateful for... Um... I didn't have one prepared. I had one prepared for the last episode where I recorded, but I didn't have one prepared for this one. Uh, I'm grateful for a lot of time today to just sit and chill. Uh, that's that's it. I got off of work, and I was very, very tired, a little hungry. Uh, it was a long day, and it's been a very long, long week, basically working full-time. Uh, I've worked since Monday, and I'll be working through Sunday, and then I'm back at it again on Tuesday, and, and it's just been really, uh, it's been a lot, and um, I'm not complaining, I know a lot of people work much more than I do, and I, I totally understand that, and, and sympathize with that, it's it's really, it's intense, but it's something I haven't done in a while, especially since no one's been working for a long time, and so finally being not only at, at a, back at the grind, but at, at a, a grind, like this is a, this is a grind grind. Um, it, it takes a lot out of me sometimes, so I'm glad that I had a nice afternoon to just kind of sit and chill, do nothing, just, just grind some video games. It was fun, so that's what I'm grateful for, just a little, little me time after work. Uh, if you like this episode and you want to hear more, please consider subscribing so you never miss an episode. That would be super helpful, and if you're, while you're there, you, you want to leave a review, I would really appreciate it. it five stars helps out a lot, and it just... Uh, make sure people can notice the show and makes it turn up more in searches and lets you guys lets other people know that you guys uh, like what you hear. So that would be super appreciated. If you want to follow the show on Instagram, you can do that at Movies More Pod. That's where I post updates on new episodes and when the what the topics of discussion will be. If you want to follow me personally on Instagram, you can do that at Giovanni One. And if you want to email the show with any comments, questions, concerns, or suggestions, you can do that at Movies More Pod at gmail.com. If you want to follow, find a really nice hub for all of that, uh, you can do that by checking out the website at www.moviesandmorepod.com. That's where I post all kinds of articles like op-eds, um, movie reviews, um, some rankings and lists, news, trailer breakdowns, all kinds of fun stuff. You can find that at, uh, at the website along with um, places everywhere that you can listen to the show. Uh, the contact links, and updates on the latest episodes. So all of that, you can find it right there, moviesandmorepod.com. So go check that out. And thanks if you've done all that, and if you're going to, thank you in advance. But uh, I, I also like to thank you for listening to my ramblings about this very strange and um, and largely forgotten movie from the 90s. I really appreciate it, and I will catch you in the next one. But until then, uh, I, I, sense, uh, I sense that you... You like this podcast. Over here, you were you were listening to it, and you were like, wow. That voice is like that of a sexy radio DJ from the 50s. <laughs> I don't know where that came from. Uh, okay, bye. <laughs>